Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, you know the deal. The Eagles have to win Sunday in North Jersey against the Giants to win the NFC East or hope for the Washington Redskins to beat the Dallas Cowboys at AT AT&T Stadium. And the chances of that are small. So the Eagles should just do whatever they can to win. Lou, who better to break it down than the Hall of Famer himself, Ray Dininger. Ray, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Let's focus directly on this game. Uh, Zach Ertz not only has a ribs injury, but he also now has a back injury, as noted on the injury report yesterday. Uh, What do you think the chances of him playing are, and if he doesn't, how much is that going to impact the Eagles' offense? I don't really expect him to play. Uh, I think they're going to sit him out this week. It's, you know, with the cracked rib and and, uh, the back injury, it's... I'd be asking an awful lot for him to play in a game uh, that uh, I think most people would judge that the Eagles should probably be able to get by without him. I mean, they'd miss him, certainly, but um, I think you'd be far better off to uh, to sit him out and get him a little bit of rest and a little bit of recovery time uh, before the playoff game. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, I know he has, he wants to play. I mean, he's made it very clear that he wants to play and he thinks he can play, but uh, I think the safer course is to sit him out. And if he's not out there... Obviously, that's uh, that impacts you because he's your leading receiver, and uh, uh, and he's a guy that Carson Wentz trusts. You know, I mean, Carson Wentz is on a roll now. He's won, you know, he's won these three games and he's played really well in all of them. But you know, he he likes having Zach Ertz on the field. That's a great security blanket for him. You know, even if he doesn't throw to him on every play, just knowing he's there, I think helps helps the quarterback state of mind. So. Would you miss him? Sure. But I think the smartest course is to give him this week off. And if he doesn't play, how do you anticipate the Giants altering their defensive scheme? Do you see them taking away Dallas Goddard, who who is also a very reliable pass catcher? Oh, yeah, they will, for sure. I mean, in their preparation, Goddard will now become the number one tight end uh, in terms of the coverage responsibilities. And then, you know, Perkins, more likely than Rodgers, although Rodgers will probably be dressed, uh, will become the second option. But the Eagles just have to work around it, uh, I would expect. And the Giants have so many issues on their defense, and they have so much youth and inexperience in their secondary that, uh, I, I mean, they'll try to adjust, but I don't know if they can adjust that much. The, uh, the Giants' secondary has been a ball of confusion all year, and it's, and it's even worse now with Jabril Peppers out of the lineup. And he's the strong safety, and he's the veteran, and he's the guy who probably would have gotten the coverage on the tight end, but he's not there right now. So they're just sort of a patchwork kind of team back there. And even if Zach Hurts is out of the equation, uh, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to have much trouble finding open receivers. The Giants are, despite their struggles, are on a two-game winning streak. Uh, They have put up a lot of points the last couple of weeks. Uh, They put up a lot of points in the second quarter against the Eagles at the link on that Monday night game before getting shut out in the second half. What are you seeing from them the last couple of weeks? How, How much better are they playing than what they were at the beginning of the season? Uh, right now they're playing well. They're playing very well offensively, uh, and I think it's uh, there are two reasons for that. I mean, Daniel Jones has come back now, the the rookie quarterback, and um, he's pretty good. Uh, he really is. He, I mean, he's 
He's different than Eli Manning. People keep trying to compare him to Eli Manning, but he's a real different kind of player. I mean, Eli was, from the very first day, he was a pure pocket guy. I mean, he just stayed in the pocket and threw the ball down the field. Uh, Daniel Jones is a lot more um, athletic. I mean, he's he's a lot more nimble. He's a lot more uh, agile, and uh, and he can move around. I mean, if there's a pass rush is coming in, he can run away from it. He can run bootlegs. He can get to the outside, uh, and he's a very accurate thrower. I mean, he's he showed that right from the training camp through the preseason. He's very accurate. And last week, threw five touchdown passes in the game against the Redskins. So he's a you know, he's a different kind of quarterback, Giants quarterback, than what the Eagles have faced. I mean, they've faced Eli, it seems like, forever. Uh, but now they've got a quarterback who can really move. So that's going to uh, affect the Eagles in terms of their preparation, how they're going to play. And then the, probably the even bigger worry is Saquon Barkley, who's um, a terrific, terrific running back. And he demonstrated it last week. He had 279 yards total offense in the win over the Redskins, which set a franchise record, broke Tiki Barber's record for one game, one game total yardage. Uh, and he's, you know, he, this year he's battled injuries. He had a high ankle sprain that sidelined him for three weeks, and then he came back and he played, but he, he would look like he was subpar for about another three or four weeks. But, boy, he's healthy now. And uh, a combination of a hot, hot young quarterback with some mobility and uh, a healthy Saquon Barkley, that's going to that's gonna pose some problems for the Eagles' defense. Definitely guys that you cannot take for granted. What are the key matchups on Sunday? Uh, what, what, what are the things that the Eagles have to capitalize on to win this game? Um, well, I, I do think that they have to exploit the great weakness of the Giants, which is their secondary. You have to, you, you, you really should. I, I, I wish the Eagles would run the ball more than they do, but I've kind of given up on asking, <laughs> asking uh, Doug, Doug Peterson to be a, uh, to be a, a run first offense. He's just not. Um, but I think this is a game, honestly, if I, if I were the Eagles, I would come out and I would be real aggressive right away. I would probably come out and run, you know, run fast paced tempo offense early. Um, and just, and just take it right to the giants. In other words, I would try and play this, this first quarter, like the fourth quarter of their recent games, try and set a, a fast pace, um, play on the inexperience and the confusion of the Giants' secondary. I mean, the faster you move, the less time you give them to adjust. And I think that uh, Wentz could have some have some real, really good success early in the game if they come out with an aggressive philosophy. You know, get a lead and maybe then turn to the running game. Uh, it looks like they're going to have Jordan Howard back to uh, to carry the ball some and share the load with Miles Sanders. But Miles Sanders is going to be the number one guy. And I know for all the people in this area that are Penn State fans, they'll they'll get a kick out of watching Miles Sanders and Saquon Barkley go head to head in this game. This that'll be fun. I, you know, I I know the Eagles are favored and they probably should be favored because they certainly have something to play for here. But you know, uh, nothing about this Eagle season has been easy. There's not there hasn't been there hasn't been an easy an easy aspect to this season. And I don't expect it to be easy Sunday. You know, on paper they're the better team and they should win this game and probably win it comfortably, but. I have a feeling it's going to wind up being close, and you know, and in the fourth quarter, people are going to still be sitting on the edge of their seats, wondering if this team's going to have an, have you know another chapter to this season. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be a close game as well. This Eagle season, as you said, has been uh, nothing nothing easy. It has been difficult. It's been bizarre, quite frankly. Games that you figured the Eagles would win uh, fairly easy, they have either not. Or, or won just by the slimmest of margins. Games that you thought the Eagles didn't really have much of a chance, they come out and they've played their best football. It has been that weird type of season where they have played down to a lot of opponents and played 
up to other opponents. Um, they've won three in a row. They're heading into this one with everything in their control. They could win and be 9-7 and seven and have a home playoff game and all sorts of momentum going into the wild card round. But then again, you never know what can happen, which is why I'm predicting... Uh, a slim, I don't think the Eagles are going to cover. I think it's going to be a slim 27-24 Eagles victory. What's your prediction? Pretty close. Uh, I'm saying 31-24. to um, But I, I think there's going to be, I think both teams are going to move the ball because uh, both teams have some defensive deficiencies uh, and they have some pretty good weapons on offense. But I, I can't see the Eagles having come this far and fought their way back into this to to stumble at the at the goal line here, I I have to think they're going to they're going to finish this off. And even though I think the fans are probably a little overconfident, based on what I'm hearing on the street, uh, I don't think the coaches and the players are because they know what's at stake here, and they they can't afford to let this get away. Plus, I mean, they really do have the Giants' number now. I mean, they've won 19 of the last 23 against the Giants. And finally, by the way, if I don't know if people know this, they have finally taken the lead in the all-time series. The Eagles have never led in the in the series with the New York Giants, which was all the way back to 1933. Uh, but the win earlier this season finally pushed the Eagles into the lead in this series, 87 to 86, with two ties. So uh, I don't see the Eagles letting it slip back into a tie here. I think the Eagles win this one, but. Again, I think I kind of agree with you. I think it's going to be a little closer than people think. It is, but it should be a, a fun one, as you said, with those dynamic running backs and the two quarterbacks, and it should be a fun one to recap on Monday morning. Ray, thanks for the time. As always, have a wonderful weekend. You too, David. Talk to you on Monday. Talk to you Monday. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.